Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hi, this is Larry Post, Senior Tax and Planning Advisor at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. In today's episode of Tax Talk, I wanted to have a brief conversation and discussion about the similarities and differences of 401k and 403b plans. A lot of times you'll hear those terms interchanged um, based on what company you're working for. Some companies actually have both, but in general, companies will have one or the other. So in general, for-profit organizations have a 401k plan. That is, and when we talk about 401k, 403b, it is actually the section of the Internal Revenue Code which allows these plans to exist. So again, most for-profit organizations have what is traditionally known as a 401k plan. Tax-exempt entities, charitable organizations, public schools, and certain health and hospital organizations have what's called a 403b. You will also see 403b plans at um, municipalities, uh, colleges and universities because they obviously fall under the tax-exempt status. Um, so you'll hear those two terms and we'll talk a little bit about differences and similarities. Now 401k plans are actually fall under the employment, the Employee Retirement Income Security Act or ERISA which came into play in 1974. Many 403b plans are not subject to ERISA rules, so that's an important distinction. And that allows them to do certain things. Employees can make elective deferrals to both plans. So whether you work for an organization that has a 401k or a 403b, you typically have the option of deferring part of your salary. Employers can make non-elective or matching contributions to 401k and to 403b plans if it's written in the plan document. Many of you work for organizations where your company does in fact make matching contributions and or profit sharing contributions to the plan. Those would be considered non-elective deferrals. Elective deferral limitations are the same for both plans, including if you are age 50 or older and can make your catch-up contribution. Currently, in 2021, the deferral limitation is $19,500 and an additional $6,500 if you're age 50 or older for a total of $26,000. That is the limitation for either plan. There's something unique about 403b plans. Some plans have written that if you have over 15 years of service, they have an additional catch-up contribution opportunity. If you did not take catch-up contributions in the past, you may contribute an additional $3,000 in any year up to a maximum of $15,000 over your time in the plan based on not having taken catch-up contributions in the past. Maybe you missed them, you were unaware that at age 50 you could take those additional uh, contributions. So there is an ability, in addition to the 26,000, an additional three if you have prior catch up contributions that weren't taken. 
401k plans can have a vesting schedule for the employer contributions. In other words, you don't get your money immediately if you were to leave the company. And typically there are one or two different vesting plans available for those employers. 403b plans, you are immediately 100% vested in both yours and the employer contributions. As always, you're always 100% vested in your contributions. Hardship withdrawals. Sometimes plans have the ability to take money out prior to reaching retirement or age 59 and a half for hardship, whether you uh, have medical issues, uh, certain other things come up and you have a hardship withdrawal that you need. Uh, 401k plans are a lot easier and more lenient to make a hardship withdrawal from than a 403b. And again, 403b plans have similar requirements, but a little bit more strict. Now, let's talk a little bit about specifically 403b plans. A lot of times, uh, companies that have, or entities that have 403b plans also will have a 457 government plan. Those plans are strictly limited to government type agencies. And the, uh, but if your employer has both a 403b and a 457 government plan combined, they offer deferrals of 19.5 each. So you can actually put in $39,000 total, 19.5 each, plus both plans offer the catch up contribution for being over 50. So 6,500 each. So that's $52,000 that you could put in between the two plans in elective deferrals. Little bit about the maximum contribution. So the maximum contribution, including the employer contribution. So remember, if you're in a 401k or 403b plan, there may be employer contributions in addition to your deferrals, whether they're matching or traditional profit sharing contributions. But the maximum contribution, including employer contributions to a 401k or 403b plan is $58,000 in 2021. That does not include the over 50 catch-up contribution or the amounts put into the 457 plan. So you can conceivably put $64,500 into a 401k or 403b between the employer contributions, your deferrals, and your catch-up contribution. And that doesn't include the amounts that you can put into a 457, which could be the $26,000. So understand there's a lot of moving parts. I want people to take away from this podcast in general what the similarities and differences are with these plans, but in all cases, and I repeat this, in all cases, you need to be aware of your employer's specific requirements in the plan. Plans can get very detailed, they can get very specific to types of employers, types of employees, types of businesses, they can be written certain ways. There are some general requirements that ERISA laws and the Department of Labor and the IRS uh, have that will allow not discriminating against employees, things like that. But plans can be written 
very specific and defined on what you can and can't do. So I'd advise you to talk to your benefits manager if you have any questions about the limitations of your contributions to your plan. They will be the best people to know exactly what can be done and can't be done. You can look at the summary plan description, adoption agreements, full plan documents. Those are where those inf that information will be. But please, as you listen to this podcast and how that we're done, understand that it's important that you don't take general rules and try to apply them to your employer's plan. This was meant to just have a discussion about your opportunities that you may have with different plans at your organization. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.